so much guilt and shame about what happened when they were out there running around. It just doesn't jive. Yeah? If you were powerless over something, basically you were taken over by some force greater than what you could muster up. And basically you were like a form of transportation for that force to express itself. Yeah? But the guilt and shame that transfers, even when there's you hear about that you were powerless, the mind doesn't work on that level well. It's always thinking that you should have not done it. Like you had a choice deep down, that it's really about will, not about disease. And yet, in fact, it isn't. You're taken over by something. And when that thing takes you over, you become a vehicle for it ex to express. It's like uh, if you could see mindsets like different act, you know, things. So let's say one mindset is more parasitical, yeah? That mindset. I would call that what they say is called reliance on self. Because it says, reliance, and he asks us a question in the recovery book, which is, why are you in so much fear today? And then he doesn't let us answer, which is a very good move. He says, this, the reason why he sees it, he says, isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? Yeah? So let's say reliance on self yeah, is the mind full of possibilities becoming identified as one possibility, being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah, a certain mental system called self-centeredness. Once that is taken over, what your life is is just an ex a vehicle. Or it's not even your life. You know, you're the interface into life. That interface allows that mind, that mental condition, that mental system to express. And it gets to manifest here. It's sort of like lingering. It's not. It's not a thing, really. It's sort of an energy movement, and it needs to be. It needs to go through a thing to manifest out here. To make. To make you know to be a mover and shaker out here. So it takes over a host or this interface, and it. And it's a very hostile takeover, as you know. It's really freaking nasty, and it really. It's not. And you can never say, well, I'm, I only hurt myself. It invariably affects quite a lot of other people. Yeah, like a lot, a lot, a lot of other people. And so that takes over. And now it's expressing itself or its, its characteristics through this life uh, channel. Yeah. While it's expressing itself through this life channel, there's a mind identified as it. Yeah. And so everything that comes through, it says it's mine. These are my fears. These are my resentments. As if it was the doer of this parasitical action. And this is where the double whammy comes from. So now you have a huge amount of guilt and shame about another sort of whole other system's expression. Yeah? You're claiming something that's really... Uh, very prolific in this expression, but very single-minded and determined. It's really nasty usually. Yeah. So it's coming through, coming through, coming through, and every every expression when it starts taking fruit, while it's coming out, there's the mind saying, I, I'm the one who's doing this. I have this fear. I have this resentment. This is the way I see things. When you're not seeing things like that, you're just seeing and you, you're seeing that's been taken over and now became a form of looking. Yeah? 
And the biggest center of that form of looking is the feeling of being you. And how that bondage keeps being applied is a lot of guilt and shame about what you think you did, what you think you committed, and what you believe you omitted in life. Yes? And it's a never-ending Petri dish of like a, a mental experiment. It can cook up a lot of stuff just with that possibility that you're the doer. Yeah? And therefore, when you're introduced to a description of a disease, which is, and the description is it is a disease, and the first aspect of it is that you are powerless over something, yeah? And that it be, and that it didn't cause unmanageability, it's actually your, it's the real condition is unmanageability. And coming out of unmanageability, you applied the system solution to that which caused a bigger problem, yeah? Isn't it? My first solution to the effects of alcoholism was alcohol. That's what it was. <laughs> I was giving my parents would give me solutions. They weren't working. School told me solutions. They weren't working. I finally fell upon a solution. Some guy named Steve probably brought in the dugout, another, like a 15-year-old when I was 12, and I drank it, and that solution worked. I felt relief from alcoholism. Yeah? And I became a devotee that night. Totally. I gave up, my athletic career came to a screeching halt. Everything was like thrown up in the air. It only took me a couple of years later to get kicked out of school and everything else. And my, the die was cast, so to speak. The destiny of the action figure was set. Based, and really, I'm still, as this, I'm still suffering the effects of my solutions. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so the real... The real disease is managing is it's playing God. And so here's this parasite, but that's just one mental expression, or let's say one, uh, let's say, groove of mind, yeah? There's others that can be plugged into. But see, this groove is tricky because you're identified with it. So when you want to leave this groove or try to improve yourself, you leave it and try to improve it as its center, which is an idea of being a self. So the mind, which is all possibility, becomes identified with something that has very limited possibility. I cannot jump three feet in the air. I played basketball. I could get off maybe two inches. It would ruin my career. I had no, I had no leap. Yeah? I, can't, I can't surf big waves. They kill me right now. So there's limitations galore here. Yeah? And so now, when I'm entertaining anything, which is my, which is the mind's nature here, to entertain, yeah? it can entertain. It gives meaning to things and entertains things all the time. I know things. But now, all the time I'm entertaining, I'm entertaining as a self, which severely limits my entertaining. Yeah? Because the first thing it does, it puts it in time. I was seeing it today. Watch a kid, or watch a dog at the beach. That dog will play with a ball for hours. Your arm will fall off, and it will still be, and you just throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. You have a kid, and you roll a ball. You can do that all day, because the kid and the dog aren't in time. They don't say, oh, this has already happened. They're in the moment, the thrill of it, so you can, ah, and the kid goes, ah, every time. It's never like, oh, fuck, it, that's boring. Get me an Xbox or something. Come on, move on. I want something. 
plastic or whatever, yeah? And dogs, same, you know, same thing. Because they're not constructed in time. And I used to play for years with little 13 soldiers, army men, with Wayne Griffith in my backyard. And I never got fucking bored. Ever. Because the idea of time hadn't gotten structured yet. Yeah? As soon as you have time, boredom sets in. You can get bored. Yeah. It's not enough just to be present. You want more. Because you think it should be better later. Yeah? All of this stuff. And time is not something that's outside of ourselves. It's made up by mind. Yes, yes, yes. All there is is mind here. There's nothing that isn't mind. Yeah? There's mind expressing in a groove. Mind now is expressing in a groove called self-centeredness. So everything seems real and solid outside of me. There seems to be things bumping into other things. There seems to be time. I was born, or so I was told, and I'm going to die. Yes? And days seem like days. Just like something can happen now, and thank God, tomorrow will be in the rearview mirror. It won't be here. Its effects will diminish in time. Yes? But the same thing with something really cool. The effects will diminish in time. There's no vibrancy in the moment, very rarely. It's always tempered or watered down by, oh, well, this ain't going to last, or, yes? I mean, you can be so excited by a song, and then after two minutes, fuck, I've heard this type of music before, put on the other iTunes, hit, download another one, $3, dollars yeah, 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 read a book, oh, fuck it, give me something. Time, we didn't have that ingredient when we were younger, and there was an immediacy and a joy of living. As soon as time gets invested into the situation, it sort of sucks the life out of it, yeah? Because it draws the attention from here and now into there and then. To me, it's slavery. It's a form of fucking slavery. And the thing with recovery, it's all, it always boils down to playing God. This parasitical system plays God. That's what it does. It replaces whatever it thinks it is God, yeah? And it makes up false gods in its little story. And then we, it, even when you come in recovery, we're giving credence to the system already because we want to have, we go, okay, people, all you need is, you can have a God of your own understanding. So basically, you can keep playing God, you can make up a God that will, you'll sort of accept, yeah? It's incredible. <laughs> but hopefully in time, you won't want a God of your understanding, you'll find a, a God of its own understanding. And the God of its own understanding is going to blow your mind. That's the beauty of it. It's not going to be framed by your understanding. It's going to blow your understandings up. Yeah? You're going to see self-knowledge avails you nothing. Not, fucking knowledge is nothing unless it produces a sense of freedom, or at least allows a sense of freedom to be entertained. Yeah? Who cares if you know that there's peace of mind if you can't enjoy it? Yeah? Who cares that you've read every poem about love, and you totally agree with it, yet you can't receive or give love here. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. So, if I, if I surrender to this power that of its own understanding, then it's not, there is the whole little playground of I surrendered, and I took it back, and then I surrendered again, and then I took it back, and I surrendered, but then when I met someone who's really important, I took it back. Yes? And I know women... They've surrendered except one thing, their body image. And all their anxiety and resentments and fear is around that. The one thing that they don't surrender, they're all, they're totally bonded to. Yeah? 
So, but in a God of its understanding, surrender, after a while, the mind gets it, and then it's surrendered. It's a totally different state. It isn't an experience. It isn't like a ping-pong of experience, surrendering, taking it back, surrendering, taking it back. It, it produces a state that has lastability in this little span of time. And it's surrendered. In other words, the mind entertained what was revealed. Like, what happened with me is the day I had a moment of clarity, I had had some nasty things in my life. I got run over twice in one night. That should have done it, yeah? I should have surrendered then. And there was, but, and, you know, I had no idea what surrender really was, except until it was given to me. And it was just a regular day at the office when a moment of clarity occurred, and I knew I was fucked. And everyone who knew me knew I'd been fucked for a while, but it was news, really, to me. And it made an impression, this moment of clarity. And that, I realized, there was a surrender there. The whole selfing stopped for about two minutes or five minutes, yeah? And something else downloaded, finally. It didn't go through the middleman of selfing. It just downloaded clean, yes? And after, I, after that event occurred, now I knew what surrender was. I, I, my mind had finally had, a, uh, had the grace to have an experience of it, and it grokked it, or understood it. And so therefore it understood it, and that could lead to surrender. Yes? Because what a surrender shows is surrender. Yeah? A surrender is in time. A surrender recognized as not of time is surrender. Yes? It, it spans time. But it's not of time. That's why it spans time. It's not conditional. So a surrender in time, so there was surrender, taking it back, surrender, taking it back. But my head finally got it. Ah. And then there was a surrender. That's it. Bye-bye. Finito. Do, 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 do. You know? I don't want an experience of surrender. It's too fleeting. The state of surrender. Now that opens up unbelievable possibilities. Now your mind is located where it can truly receive incredible possibility, which is in a timeless position, not in time. All the, time, all the positions of selfing, all the possibilities are infused with time. So the possibility of being okay is I will be okay. And why I may, I may be okay later is because I believe I was once okay. Yes? But there's no immediacy in the okayness. None whatsoever. It's always in time. Yes? And then peace is something that I'm going to get. Not now, obviously. You know, I've got too much going on in my life. But when this weekend comes and I go on the retreat, I'll get it there. That's where peace is. It's going to cost me $800, but there it is. Yes? And what happens when you leave Sunday night? Then peace isn't there anymore. So what is that for playing God? How, how could states of mind, which not they are not of time, yes? How could states of mind being commandeered by the system of self-centeredness not be called playing God? When peace becomes a goal that's based on what you do, I would say that has been totally, totally distorted from its nature, which is peace, yeah? To make it into somehow a goal based on you doing or not doing something, I would say that's playing God. 
I would say having a God of my understanding is an incredible level of playing God. I'm going to say, no, no, I don't want to meet quote-unquote God on his terms. I want to meet it on my terms. Well, my terms is it's going to be a very small God, and it's going to get me parking spaces and maybe a date. Maybe I'll be able to have a relationship for three months. But that's nothing to do with enjoying peace of mind or anything like that. No, that can't possibly happen. <laughs> if you read the book, if you read the book, the whole, the main principle, I don't know why I'm into recovery right the whole, because, <laughs> so a lot of people have been calling me lately, so it's been getting, it's going on here, and I wanted to present it tonight. So, in the book it says, you know, the big, the main principle of AA, it says it's the, it's the keystone to the arch of freedom, you know, which is, Reliance on something greater than itself. It's the big, it's it, yeah, in recovery. But it says before you get there, it says first, you must quit playing God. Yeah. So in the book, it talks about a lot. Some people who do book studies, they write all the requirements. They say, there's 62 requirements and 48 considerations. Well, this is one of the big requirements. Okay. We're going to do the third step, turning your will and your life over. But before that can happen, first, you have to quit playing God. Why? Because if you quit, don't quit playing God, what will be turning your will and life over? It will be the God of selfing to a God self-made. <laughs> and that God is willing to give your life back at any time you want it. Okay, I'll take it back, give it back, give it back. The God you're self-made is on call to get parking spaces. <laughs> you know, for me, it's, I don't know, it's making a lot of sense lately. So here is this movement, okay, now I have a God of my own understanding. I feel really safe now. Because selfing, there's no threat to it whatsoever. Yeah? <laughs> I'm always going to be more powerful than it. Yeah? And so no matter what, I don't have a new employer. I have like a, a middle manager with me as the old employer. Because now, I'm just, it's like in the world here. Nothing changes, but we're going to just change the face. So Bush and then Obama. Basically, the same machine is chewing everything up, but we're going to put on a nice smiley face. Oh, everything's changed. Hope, hope galore. Everything has changed now. No, no, no. It's like the Who song. It's the same old boss. This new boss is the same old boss. Yeah. It's just putting a new face on the same system. But the, the radicalness of surrender is to quit playing God. And so it's really cool when you can notice what it looks like for, when that thing's playing God. And there's so many obvious examples. When you wake up in the morning and you think you know what the day's going to be like before you step out of your bedroom, I would say that's playing God, yeah? Any, any presentation of your mind as a weatherman forecasting and then there, a believability in that forecast is an incredible demonstration of playing God. Yeah? When I look at somebody, do I actually see them, or do I just see how I look at them? Just like people, the other day they're talking, they're so concerned about how the people think of them, they're not concerned about that at all. They're concerned about how they think other people are thinking of them. Yeah? Because you don't know how other people are thinking of it, but you know how you're thinking other people are thinking of you, don't you? Because it's happening. And you're scared shit that other people think of you like you think of you. <laughs> how are you going to feel comfortable?
go around people. You can't. You don't even feel comfortable in your own skin. It's gonna be what? It's gonna be so magnified when you're sitting with thirty other skins and going, Jesus Christ! It's like an amplification of this incessant yapping about oneself. <laughs> so first, quit playing God. Well, how I how it seems to work for me is you have to admit you can't quit playing God. Yes. In other words, the selfing, the parasite. It's like a snake. If you baby it and feed it and put it in a nice little shoebox and put a blanket over it and treat it really well, I don't care for a day or 12 years, sooner or later it's going to bite your ass. And then when you ask it, why the hell are you treating me like this? I've saved you. I sent you to college. I did all this for you, Mr. Snake. Hey, I'm a snake. That's my nature. The parasite's nature is parasitical. It's never going to be changed. It's never going to become benign, in a sense. Yes? So, I cannot, as that, wish for my own demise. I need to find a power greater than it. And the whole point is, first, in the idea of quit playing God, first, look at the statement in the book where it says, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Bill W. separating the two. So, self is not us. It's, it's quote-unquote something that has defeated us. Let's not say we don't know what us are. Yeah? But something has defeated us and we give it the name of self. And it's defeated me in, in various ways. Yeah? Now I'm going to look at its, the self's manifestations, and I do an inventory. So I'm actually doing an inventory on the parasitical's expressions so that there can be a recognition that I'm not that. And as soon as you can see... If you want to have requirement in recovery for freedom, first you have to entertain I'm not that. Because you can't entertain being free of it if you identify that. There's no way. You cannot entertain being free of you if you identify it except dying. There's no way. That's why the people get into therapy in every way. Because they're locked into being identified with what's driving them crazy. So they're trying to buy it off. They're trying to understand it. They're trying to, like, self, you know, socialize it. It's a parasite. I don't care. It's like putting, you know, um, lipstick on a pig, you know? It's not going to be... <laughs> Bill W. says that the person in self-will can look very virtuous and kind, but they're still in self-will. Yes? The parasite can be really, really nice, or it can be really, really vicious. It may, it's usually really, really nice, but it's a conditional nice, because if it doesn't get what it wants, it turns really, really vicious very quickly. <laughs> so, it may act like it's nice, but it's setting, one's up, setting one up, you know? <laughs> so the parasite, I don't believe, is ever going to change. Yeah. That's its nature. I found when I realized I wasn't it, the first thing my mind had entertained, finally, I'm not that, entertained, I could be free of it. <sighs> a new possibility that never came through the self-centeredness because I, was only, I could only entertain being free as it, which is bondage, yeah? Being free as it just set off these giant paths and five-year Stalinist plans of what my mind presented as being free, having a house and getting married and going to college and 
having a beautiful dish or that and that. And I followed many of those formulas and they never really produced the goods. They never translated into a real state of happy, joys, and free. It was always as soon as I got what I thought I wanted, it turned into here and I wanted a mythical there. And I was back on the road trying to, you know, so there was Zen and then there was Course in Miracles and there was Tantric this, then there was that and that and that and that and that, yes? Everything projected out with never, 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 never getting to the root or the nub of it, which is identification as self. So this can entertain being free as a self, but a self can't be free because it's an act of being identified. So something must get lost in the identification. Like if you become thoroughly identified with something, what happens is you lose a sense of you, yeah? You become so identified. Well, mind loses a quality of its own nature by becoming identified as a body. Being a body is never going to find that. It's incapable. Self cannot get out of self. A A product of a mental process can never exist outside the mental process. So when you're hoping, I can't wait to be out of self, there ain't going to be a you that's ever out of self. <laughs> so there's no need to wait. Being identified, you take a waiting. It constantly tells you, okay, you know, you got to meditate more every morning, or more, more, more. Come on, you're getting closer, closer, closer. And then it plays that little game we used to play. Oh, you're cold now. You're far away, you're far away. All right, you're getting warmer again. <laughs> But you never get to the thing, you know? <laughs> no thing. So, if I'm not that, yes, the idea of being a self, the feeling, the feeling, the sense felt feeling of being Paul, the Paul is like an idea wrapped with a sense feltness, yeah? That feeling, that feeling will never be liberated. Never. Because there's no bondage, you're not that. Whatever the mind is entertained, it's not saddled by what it entertains. When the mind entertains that it's a body, it doesn't become a body. It's still mind, yes? It doesn't lose one sense of its, of its nature by being identified with what it's not. Yeah. It's just, we're trying to approach that as what we're not. Yeah. We're identified... And so what's speaking for us in relationship to everywhere is like a special somewhere. The whole point is to see that you're not a special somewhere and everywhere becomes obvious, yeah? It presses in on the awareness. You sense it as presence. And there's there's a a quality of it that it's not escapable from. (laughs) You can't transcend everywhere. You don't appear to be anywhere else but in everywhere. talking about this yesterday at a meeting. So, a lot of people feel like they're trying to approach something with the hopes that when I get there, then there'll be some effects. Yes? There's a point where that movement ends. And now there's like a more of, you're not seeking to get somewhere, you're just an expression of some place. I would say it's no place. You're not seeking to be that. You're just realizing that. Changes the way you travel here. 
You're like a kid again. Not child. You're not childish. You're childlike. Yeah? You can actually be amused by things quite a lot. You can lose yourself quite easily just looking at. Like today, when you came in the backyard, I was just listening to the uh, wind going through the redwoods, and these four uh, adolescent crows that live around the neighborhood were having a nice little argument. You know, they were running around flying at each other, and I'm just checking it out. Just Winds playing like a symphony through the redwoods. It's just incredible. And the ability to enjoy peace of mind, and then all the manifestation of mind at peace, you know, all of this was available. Because I wasn't constricted in time. Oh, I gotta, every minute has to count. I've gotta amass a huge amount of value so I can feel like I'm something. Let's see, you know, did I, where's my accountant? Bring him in here. What did I do? Absolutely nothing today. Taped some basketball last night. I watched some of that shit. What else did I do? Nothing. Did I help anyone? No, not really. <laughs> oh, jeez. So the name, the number keeps coming up zero, and it's incredibly wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> the accountant leaves. He has nothing to do. <laughs> There's no value being accrued. <laughs> There's a freedom in it. So in recovery, why not get the diagnosis right? Find out what maybe the real situation is, yeah? If you hear it and it resonates, follow it up. Check it out. If you believe it's obsession with self, then wrestle with that obsession. And learn how you can deal with it, because it's going to keep happening. Yeah? You cannot affect the cause by wrestling with its effects. It just doesn't work. Yeah? It will just morph, morph into other effects. If you pin one effect down, it will come out another way. So someone gets over alcoholism and then sexual perversion arises. Then their sexual perversion is dealt with, now they're shopaholics. And then shopaholics go away and they start gambling after 15 years in sobriety. And then they, you know, Jesus Christ, it's just, it's like, it's like Peter in the night, you know? He's sticking his thumb in each hole and he sticks it in and so breaks another hole. His mind is just minding, you know? You can't damn that. What freedom of is, is when I admit, hey, this place is totally overwhelming. And that desire to manage has seemed to be totally pointless. And then you allow something. In that admittance of powerlessness, you have power. You feel a new power flowing. Yeah? And every time you're in that state of, admit, of powerlessness, you never experience powerlessness. You always experience power. You only experience powerlessness when you exert power that you don't have. People don't do what you want. <laughs> you don't do what you want. You don't have what you want. So if I was going to do an inventory process today, it would be just looking at self-expressions into my life. Let's drop the my out of it into life. And by doing that, I could do a fearless and thorough inventory because it would be like me doing an inventory on Al. I have no concern about keeping anything about Al away from myself. <laughs> be very, very, very uh, clear. Al's an asshole. Al's selfish. Da, 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 da. Yes, it gets murky when I turn it on me because me has a lot of meaning. Yeah? So... To have a fearless and thorough inventory, this needs to be that first quit playing God. 
then when you're looking at this parasite's expressions in life, you'll see them in a new light. And what they all distilled for me into was, I'm not that. And that's the, that is the greatest invitation I ever received. Because most invitations were received as that. And this invitation was, I'm not that. Finally. Yeah? Set off a huge momentum. So now, instead of being bonded to this system and expressing, having it expressed through this life, it's like I accessed another system. And I, I find out about it by its fruits. Like Jesus says, you know the tree by its fruits. By living, I find out the living of here, living in the manifestation intimates what's not manifest that at all, everywhere in this it intimates it. And after a while, it seems to give it almost like flesh and blood. You really sense it as if you'd sense a person in your own presence. You sense an energy or a presence, yeah? And it takes life to you. It's not like no thingness. You'll never see the tree, but you'll know it by the fruits. actually bring you to your knees, because the, the beauty of it is, um, is really unbelievable. Considering you were a denizen of a mental hell for so long, and now that hell you've been retrieved from and placed in a position of neutrality, with no thought or effort on your part. Yeah? And the problem does not exist for you anymore. That's an amazing shift yeah? for the problem not to exist for you. And for that to stabilize, like the word surrender, it's the problem doesn't exist as you. That's like an, an effect of surrender. Yeah? You're not taking yourself to be the self that's being presented as you. Yeah? The mind has woken up. Yeah? And now it's freed from that bondage. And like it says in the book, you, it feels like you were reborn. like a kid in adult clothing. What more do you want? A way out. You finally found it. The way out is you've never been in. It's the only way out that works. Any any in that you're in will provide, the mind will provide thousands of way out and then none of them will work. You can't get out of an imaginary problem, huh, can you? You can't get out of an imaginary problem. There is no now in full self. You are not a body.
but you ain't the you it's happening to, let's say. Yeah? So there'll be a feeling like it's happening to me, but I've heard an invitation that causes me to question that. So now, while that, that constant unconscious bonding or coupling to the idea of being a self is now starting to be seen a little. So she is, who is it that's worrying about next week? Not having opinions, you shouldn't be worrying about next week, or you should be worrying about next week. Those, who cares about them? Whatever happens, happens. But who is it that's worrying about next week? Yeah? Take the bifocal lighting of the little drama and put a single light on. And instead of turning it on all these things, turn it back and see what it sees. Yeah? Not the two, not the bifocal duality, expression, manifestation interpretation, but the singularity. Turn that one spotlight on and ask who it is that things are happening to. Yeah? I bet you know, well, you find out. It doesn't matter what I think. But find out. And then when it tells you it's me, maybe ask who's that me. Don't let it off the hook, yeah? Look at the papers more closely. They're all forgeries. <laughs> it's like when I was a kid, I had the fake driver's license. I go to Lums, this bar, and put them in there. Fucking, you couldn't even see the lamination was so bad. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm like 14 years there, and he'd give me a beer. <laughs> if he would have taken one second and looked at it, it was, what the fuck, kid? <laughs> yeah. So this thing walks into every aspect of our life, and we never question, who is it? Don't we? Every aspect of our life, it's dumping tons of interpretation, and we never ask, well, who is it? Who is it that's in this relationship? It's me. Well, who's this me? Because if it's the me I think it is, that relationship's probably going to get blown up. It's going to get blown up so bad. Once the me enters, all bets are off. <laughs> How do you know the me's ended? Mine. Look at the word mine. Relationship, my relationship. <laughs> money, my money. The me's entered. <laughs> Ask who's this me? Who's this me that thinks it has money? Instead of seeing money as it may be, has a lot of possibilities, when you see it as my money, it only has a very limited interpretation, coming from an incredible labyrinth of conditional ideas. Yeah? <laughs> my. Here it is. There's, there's something called money. What? My money! <laughs> Well, the, whatever possibility money has, now it has one possibility, your fucking interpretation of it. So let's say you have a million dollars, and your interpretation of money is you're never going to have enough. You're not going to have any freedom or any relaxation with that million dollars because you won't think it's enough. Yeah? The possibility of that being enough is available, obviously, at least for a while in this place. You could probably live for a couple of months, maybe, instead of afraid. No. The possibility is there. It has a lot of possibility money. But when it becomes my money, very limited possibility. Very limited. I've seen people, really, who got an inheritance, $250,000, and it produced all these problems. I don't know how to get along with my friends. I think, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and he's just kept talking about it. I said, just kick down, bro. Give me 70000 then. I'll fucking enjoy it today. It's really a burden on me. I said, yeah, all right, I'll take that burden off, off you. It's unbelievable. It's money. About my money. Yeah? Relationship. My relationship. I mean, how, how many relationships provoke thousands of phone calls from you? Not many. My relationship. Phone calls. Phone calls. Phone calls. What have you been doing? Where have you been? I'm just here looking at your emails. Oh, I'm opening your letters. 
I just, well, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm going through your underwear or stuff. What? Well, you're my girlfriend. Don't I have the right to know? No, you fucking don't. If you ask me, I'll tell you if I want to. But my changes, doesn't it change unbelievably? My changes every fucking day. That's the, instead of saying me in action, it's my. When it's when the me's coming into your world, it's my. I can't find me. That's not me. This is me. No, the my is me. The me and my are the same. Me is the stagnant idea. My is the action of it. Yeah. The me, the stagnant idea. The my is the action of it. Everything it meets in life, my, 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 my. That's the me. That's the me in action. There is no noun of me, but there's the feeling of the noun. What you really see the me in action is my, 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 my. The act of being identified. The feeling of this body is it's my body. Thoughts, my thoughts. Feelings, my feelings. Life, my life. Time, my time. I have no time for you. This is my time. My time. My kids. My, 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 my. That's the, that's the living me. It doesn't, it can only appear in movement because it's not something. So to ask yourself, who is it? Who's the I? It's me. Yeah? So the I gets bastardized already. The I is the same that's looking at every one of our heads. Yeah? Okay? The mental process goes, who's this I? Me. Immediately it becomes this. Yes? And now, What's the me doing? My, 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 my. My spiritual condition. Not the spiritual condition. It's my spiritual condition. Mine's different. It's more elevated than yours. I've done a lot more work. I've seen more teachers. I'm a very, my condition is very elevated. My spiritual condition. Let me, I feel the pictures I have with my teachers. See how I'm right in front, he's smiling at me? That's my, my teacher, my spiritual condition. No, it's the spiritual condition. You access it or you don't. Mind is reflective, it can reflect it, and then you'll be an expression of that spiritual condition. If it's reflecting this mental system called selfing, you'll be an expression of what that takes you to be. It's that simple. You're just a possibility. It's not this. This is the afterthought. It's what mind's reflecting. Yeah? This is the reflection of that. This is not first. It's mind, what's mind reflecting. If mind is reflecting selfing, then your, the expressions that you're going to be calling you and in your life and things happening will be the fruit of that. Yeah? If mind is expressing, reflecting nothingness or spirit, then the spirit will be the major influence in one's life. It's not the spirit, Got it, you know, it's language, but there will be a force that will be the major influence. It's not here. This is the reflection. It's what the mind is relying on, what mind is reflecting. If all of its attention and interest has made it into a little satellite dish picking up I, me, my all day, then that's what it's going to look like in your life. Your life is going to be totally time-based, and you're going to be in a form of slavery. Same, same, same ability to reflect. It reflects nothingness, which I don't say you need to do anything, because the natural inclination of mind is to reflect nothing. You just have to break the slavery to the idea of being a self. If I'm not that, the, the satellite just swings. 
starts picking up other frequencies. I mean, mine becomes a small station. It's not like Clear Channel. That will be. Clear Channel is a crazy name because it's very unclear. Yeah? You start picking up something else, some more information. And what happens when information is picked up? It manifests. It goes through, gets digested, and manifests in one's life. The beauty you are seeing is coming from here, not out there. The beauty's bouncing off of that thing, and then you believe the thing is projecting beauty. But beauty's coming here, through. It's in the eyes of the beholder. It's not what's being beheld. It's the eyes of the beholder that have the biggest role here. In the eyes of the beholder. So in a sense, like Jesus says, when your eye is single, your body will be full of light. This is the dualistic expression of a mind, of a split mind. The whole mind is that, yes, and is manifesting a split. We're just going to question what's causing that to seem so split. The centerpiece that's holding the two bifocals, the something, yeah? And maybe I'm not that, the single line. So now you see nothing. You're looking, and you never run into a thing. It's like when I used, to, and I used in a hospital, you know, for a while when I get by the car, and I went into these hallucinogenic states, and this one state I was in, well, they built on each, on each previous one, and I could fly, and I could fly through people. So that's like seeing nothing. So when you're seeing somebody, see, I, a person would think I was going to hit them, and I go, don't worry, I can go right through you, and I go right through them. That's what seeing nothing is. You're looking at something, but there's a sense of seeing nothing. Seeing nothing is, there's no location where the seeing uh, alights, yeah? Because it doesn't rest on a thing. It's resting on no thing, which is everywhere. So the seeing nothing is like a giant panoramic scene. Yeah? Infinite. And then there's looking at things, which is a more focused, yeah? You can sense both. It doesn't have to be exclusive, either this way or that way. They're both available, yeah? Why do you keep talking about Jesus? I don't know. I like what he says. I don't. Oh, you don't? No. No? Well. Well, that's your subjective experience, and you have the right to that, eh? Yeah. 
just asking, is it you? Instead of people, people's a little broad. Selfing bother you? The word selfing? Did that make up? Is that all right? I don't know what your definition of the word selfing is. Uh, it's, it's, it's a mental process that implies a self, a long lasting, independent, separate entity. Like self preservation? No, that's an instinct. I'm talking about a mental process. On part of it, yes. Well, we forgot about Jesus. We're talking about selfing now. There's no way you can ruin it. This is—it's fun to explore this. No, I, we dropped Jesus back there. We went to selfing again, right? <laughs> We're looking at selfing, though. Selfing's interesting to look at because it does have a lot to do with how information is being ingested, yeah? Because if, let's say, if the feeling of information is being presented and what catches it is the idea of being a you, not meaning you, but a you, yeah? And that you has a lot of ideas, then that those ideas inform what it believes it's caught, yeah? My idea... Not your ideas, I'm talking about just mind, yeah? Selfing. Yes? The feeling of being the one that something's happening to. So there's information coming, and then there's someone who believes they're receiving it. Yeah? That someone is the selfing. Now, the selfing, doesn't the selfing give what it receives a lot of meaning? It's not who the selfing is, that's the product of selfing. It's what the selfing is. Well, no, this is... Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's not the point. I just want... I like to... If you wanted to go, we don't have to. It's a nice little discussion to find out the sense of selfing, the feeling of when what receives the information. And do you have a sense that 
let me just throw this out with no references. There's a sense that uh, th what receives the information is a lot of information. No, not receiving. It is a lot of information. In other words, the feel, what I'm saying, this is just a hypothesis, is here's information's coming in. Yes? This is why it's a subjective experience here. Yeah? Information's coming in. Something receives the information. Yeah? You. The feeling of being a you. Yeah? No? Well, that, no, 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 no. You see, you went back to the old thing again. We forgot all about that, the Jesus thing. We're just talking about self. Everything is subjective. Like, you take me the color red, and it could be completely different than your color red. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. So what you're speaking about. But I'm just saying information, like your day. A day happened, and the feeling was, was it happening to you? Well, let's just say, was it happening to you, a feeling of being you? Do you do you have a feeling, so let's say that you, isn't that you like a ball of information? So, well, all right, well, let's just, so let's say here, so there's information coming in, and there just seems to be something that gets it, yeah? Like if something, let's say a ball thrown and the mitt goes up, the mitt catches the ball, yeah? Exactly, exactly. But let's just say, so in a way, the mitt isn't solid. The mitt is also information. Yeah? So here's information coming, and there's information that informs that I'm the one that's getting the information, that produces a feeling of this, of contact. Yeah? What we're saying in the selfie, what we're saying, this is the invitation, yeah? What, what I'm saying, yes? What I'm saying is this information, yes, is part and parcel, the ball and the mitt are the same. There's no one getting anything. There's no one receiving any information. So what's the point? Exactly. Find out. So why are you discussing Jesus? <laughs> I'm not discussing Jesus. You keep going back to Jesus. You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, but we have, maybe we can let it go. We don't have to. We can keep referring back to it. But I didn't think I didn't think you liked referring back to it. It's not a matter about what I like or don't like, but I'm selfless, right? Because there is kind of See, that's, that's when uh, the mind tries to take advantage of what it hears. That statement. So I was going to refrain from hearing what you're saying. No. Just that statement there is like the mind trying to take advantage of what it heard. Yeah, by saying, oh, there's no one here, this and that. Does that hold water for you during the day? That there's no one here. I guess at some point, it seems like what you're saying is that you don't need to take responsibility for... No, it's actually, that's what you're hearing. See, what I'm saying, like you were talking about subjectively, what I'm saying is just what I'm saying. It's what you're hearing that you're talking to me about. Right, and what I'm hearing you say is that there's <laughs> I know, but see... What I'm not, like, what my non-self was... Oh, why do I do this? I don't know. I get into this. What you're hearing, yes, it's been turned into what you think you heard. Now, you could ask everyone else here, do they think that uh, 
bringing up Jesus is a real bad thing. Yeah, maybe they would say yes, some of them, maybe they'd say no. Well, whatever, I don't know how you said it, but this idea that it was something, yeah? So you see that that was very subjective, yeah? You brought in people, you brought in people as, as if it was a, a survey, but in fact it's you, but you took what was said and turned it into what it was said, what it meant to you, yes? See, but we don't want to get into it, though. We won't get into it. I was hoping we could just go into the idea of selfing, because that's the whole point, is if you can recognize the fluidity of any experience, my feeling is... No, 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 we're not all one. There is no we. So we're not people. That won't do you any good, that idea. The whole point for me is, are you the feeling of being a you? If, that, if you find that to be untrue, it could be quite liberating. Not to you, but it could be quite liberating. That, to me, is the point. Well, it, I think that if you don't find, um, a, I don't think if you feel unto yourself, then how can anyone accomplish anything if you don't recognize who you are and your capabilities and ways to channel them? You don't think that anything could be, be possible without that? It's almost like if it's been, it's been wound up, yes, and it has certain proclivities that it's going to move towards or not move towards. I guess I have this idea that that it all change if some if you yeah. So when you keep seeing it, then that that invalidates the idea that it's always so. Yeah, it makes it see. It becomes like isn't it? I don't know. Maybe for you, it seems like it becomes a requirement now that should all chilled out, and therefore I've arrived. So, therefore, the idea of 
that that's one consideration that has to be met is one consideration too many. Doesn't have, it can be any way it wants. Right, that's what I meant. That's what keeps me alive. Yeah, you have, well, if, you, if, if there's a waiting for a certain uh, fruit to appear to validate it, it's, for me, that's part of the dilemma. It's put in time again. Yeah. And to me, the, 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 act, the activeness of the solution is of a timeless nature. It's got a certain feeling. See you guys. Yeah. Yeah. See ya, Andre. <laughs> so. You know what I mean? Yeah. The requirement, yeah. So, if the head will bring up a consideration that catches your mind and time gets involved, yeah. And so, I won't know something unless something demonstrates, you know? So, the last one is. Why is there still a drive to get better? It's not you that has that drive. It never was you. Yeah? Yeah. I want to talk about the energy change in the room. It's incredible because it's like a souffle and the energy changes. Certain uh, frequencies arise. I used to have a lot of this in dry dock when I used to do meetings. And I like to get engaged in it. And it's a little bit of a habit of mine. So I, I want to debate something. But I can feel the whole energy in the room shifts, yeah? Yeah, it's a wild thing. Not that there's a preference in either one, but the one energy I'm more used to at these meetings than the other energy, yeah? One time we had an energy in a, at the dry dock, and the lady, like, I saw this black thing come over her head. It was really incredible. Man, it was, like, scary. And the whole room just, like, got vacuumed. I went into this black head's face. It's a wild thing to see. But I'd like to, you know, if I had like a sword, I'd cut the head off. I would. I have this incredible drive to sort of just cut the head off smooth, cleanly. Yeah? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, there is a sword. You don't need to have a sword. You just, I want to, just like probing
just a mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a mind, but so to see that mind, it has nothing to do with her. It was the energy of the room. Just 
it claims the seeing and turns it into what it takes to be seeing, which is I'm looking, which is self-centeredness, yes? So all the while you're looking, that's the seeing. That's the beauty of it. So the access point is at all times. So when I'm seeing that I still feel irritable restlessness and discontent, I'm not that I, yes? I'm the seeing of that, yeah? I'm the seeing of restlessness, irritability, and discontent as an idea that could limit me from knowing what I truly am or knowing as what I truly am. And I see that as another little bit of one of the false links of the false change of the bondage, chains of the bondage itself, yeah? You see it. The whole, the whole situation always reveals itself. See, when something is real and you let it be as real as real can be, it's unreal. It shows itself. It shows its nature. It's temporary. It's moving, 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 moving. When you're afraid of it, you've given it form, in a way. You know what I mean? Form. There can be fear of it, but when it's you afraid of it, it's given form. See? Fear arises, but there's no you that's having the fear. Yeah. Even if there's a feeling of you, the understanding is there is no you. It may not hold water, but if entertained, it may later. Yes? In that level, it goes into time. It, because this place is a place of translation, yeah? So something that can be entertained immediately may not show its effects, but over time. It's all trans... Here is all translation, yeah? It's like mind gets, gets broken into a code, and that code manifests. Like, the code catches undifferentiated light and makes something, makes a dream. So the code, yeah? There's different codes. You pick different information up. Selfing claims everything which overrides its code on all other codes. So you never get the real code anymore. You get what you think it is. Which is it is, yes? Because the, your thinking it has been put on it already. So you never get the, the code. You get what you think the code is. Yes? That's not the code. So this is just... I believe, this is my own, this is my little, why I do this. I have no reason why I do it, but my story about it is, I, I really believe you can describe what you're not. I do. I believe that you can describe what you're not, because there's a seeing of it all day. Yeah? Because there's awareness. So, you can't describe what you are. That's, that, forget about that. So, but I can describe what I'm not. Now, if I start describing something, it's going to hit me that I mustn't be that because I'm seeing it, yes? I mean, it's just, after a while it breaks through the fucking haze of a story, and you get a direct intuition, hey, I must not be that. I'm seeing what, I'm seeing what I used to take to be me. I'm seeing it being made up, you know? I'm seeing the structure of it. I'm seeing the phantom movement that produced an optical illusion. I'm me, yes. So I'm not that. Now, one view that there's no authentic self, the essence of that there is no authentic self is available in one view of there's no authentic self. Instead of having to go through, oh, I'm not that, and then thinking you are that, oh, I'm not that either, and then keep you keep ending up in the content with the hopes that there's one authentic self sitting on the rim, you, maybe the first time you get it, there's no authentic self. Maybe the 15th, you know, example, there's no authentic self. Who knows how, you know, when it will happen to the mind. But the essence is in the first example, hey, there is no self. Or the 50th example. It will just translate different here. 
So, you know what I mean? The understanding is always available at all times, but it's going to translate in time here. So, you're entertaining the same message, and then if one of them will go bing, and they'll be like, the emphasis will shift, your interest and attention will leave the, the appearance of foreground, and then the background of nothingness will move there, and things will seem to be a lot different. Without anything changing out here, because you'll see, hey, all meanings issuing from here. There's very little meaning coming at me other than the meaning I gave it. <laughs> Nothing has a solid meaning out here. That's so cool. I'm fired now, ready, going. I've got my sword. You know, even when I brought this up, it wasn't about bringing up about her. To her, I don't care at all about yet. But the example is what I'm into. I like that. Sometimes when I talk about people, they think I'm talking about them. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about what I saw demonstrated in them. Yeah? Them has nothing to do with it. Yeah? But what's demonstrated, if seen, can be valuable. Hey, jeez. I think I hold that to be me also. Ah, yes. So you take it out of the shelter of your little mental labyrinth and you put it out there and you look at it and you go, oh. The lens goes, opens up and you get a clearer view, clearer view, clearer view. Yeah. Yeah. That's the take, you know. Not describing what went, you know, the all-loving, beautiful, you know. No thingness. You can't describe that. It's indescribable. But you can definitely describe the activity of mind. Selfing like crazy. You know? yeah. Easily seen. I mean, I wasn't up for ten night, you know, ten night and days on coke. Shit was happening when I was up all those nights. Even though it was hellish, I was seeing things. I mean, the mind was up for long, long periods of time. <laughs> it was selfing like fucking crazy. And I was like... And my eyes were like glued open. <laughs> Even though it was incredibly painful, there's something that came out of all that watching, you know? So, so deep. I, so, um, I have a question. Yeah. So you were stopping what goes on, but what you're saying is that perhaps it's just here and attention is interested Yes, yeah. The, the thing is, there's no feeling that it's your selfing. It's just something. It, it happens, but not as much and uh, not amplified. Yes. In other words, let's say the faucet was putting out about 50 gallons a day. Now the faucet puts out like two quarts a day. Can I come back? I, I, don't, I don't have any idea. It can feel like it comes back, I'm sure. Doesn't it feel like that with a lot of people? Yeah. It does feel like it comes back, yeah. So that feeling that it comes back can come back. Can it come back? No. But the feeling that it came back, yes. Well, it was based on the feeling Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got the trip, yeah? Yeah. So we can, yeah, the head can, I've known, I've known some people who, you know, quote, unquote, there was a claiming of being awake and then they sort of lost it or something. But there's no one to have it, so how can you lose it? That can be the feeling that it comes and goes. But that's about, that can happen here. But 
the understanding is not of coming and going. See, that's like I, I use the word surrender. That's not a coming and going. Surrendered. There are states that mind can uh, represent here, which are stabilized. Yes. Selfing is uh, selfing's product. All the activity of selfing, to me, is the product is, is there. Are, there's a feeling of being a you that things are happening to. A very strong feeling. The selfing in itself has no no uh, bonding agent, but what it implies, what the mind infers from it, yeah, can be very bonding. The mind can forget its nature, which is to see, and take itself to be a seer, you know, which is looking. Yes? Yes. Yeah. That is selfing. The selfing isn't the mind, the mental process. That's just a process of mind. But what what, it's the audience of that process that gives it the meaning it has, yeah? If the audience takes what's being what's going on as me, my, then that's the product of the selfing, yes? And the selfing is like the, it's like having a hypnotist with you all day. The trance is being reset and reset and reset, you know, because you're relying on this station, K-Paul, you know, you're hearing it during the day, and hearing it without clarity, you fall, you succumb to its advertising, yes? And the mind now gets lazy and takes itself to be this, and then all these Feelings that are generated by taking this to be this start arising, you know. Lots of anxiety about things that aren't happening and this and that. And then you get, like out of that one seed, a giant forest gets produced. And now you're trying to find paths through the forest. But it all comes from that one seed that's been entertained, yeah? It produces forest upon forest. So now you're seemingly lost and looking for paths and ways out. But the whole point is, it's the, the seed was just an idea. What gave it life in a way, or gave it meaning, was the mind. Yes? The mind. In other words, there isn't an object called the illusion. Yes? The illusion has no, obviously, power, because it's an illusion. But if what's witnessing the illusion takes it to be real, it has seemingly a lot of fucking reality to us, doesn't it? I only have five more minutes, I know. Everyone's bored, but we'll keep going. Five more minutes, so shoot away. Yeah, um, so what if, uh, so if the self is capable of you know, doing all these things, then I guess then... Not self, mind. Mind. Okay, mind. Yeah. Is capable of doing all these things, and when mind uh, sort of is in a state of seeing, like a priori seeing, can't the self come in and say, oh, I did that? Well, it may, there may be a saying, I will do that, but you're not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that can happen, and yet it doesn't. It doesn't uh, 
produce the bonding because you're not that I that did it. Yeah? Right. Yes, exactly. See, I don't care what this my head says. Yeah? Let's put it this way. I don't care what my head says unless I do. That's even a better way of saying it. Yeah? I don't care what my head says unless I do. The unless I do is my role in it. Yeah? I do. Yeah? Your mind gives different meanings to different things. So there'll be some things that are easy to walk over and others you fall in. Yes? Because of the tendencies and the mental grooves of your mind, or the mind. Yes? Other people have different grooves. So they have no trouble with alcohol or drugs, but they have tons of trouble with something else. Yes? It just goes on and on and on and on and on. So it's not, it doesn't, it has no meaning unless it does. The unless it does is is the role of mind, yeah? The mind, yeah, you can be free from something or be totally bonded to it. The thing doesn't have the quality of bonding you or freeing you. It's your quality that causes the bonding of freedom, yeah? In other words, you're, you're your own jailer in a sense. It's like, what, when the mind sees something, it can be free of it or bonded to it. The thing doesn't have the quality of bonding. It's mind. So the mind says, oh, this is really important to me, it gets bonded to it. Something is less important, it doesn't get bonded to it. Yeah? If it gives something a lot of meaning, oh, forget about it. Selfing galore occurs. If it doesn't give something a big meaning, there seems to be a lot of space. Yes? Everyone has different, different tendencies of mind. But the, the freedom from that whole system is, I'm not that which is bonded or freed. Yeah? I'm not the one that was bonded to that, and I'm not the one that's going to be freed from that, or was freed from that, or will be freed from that. I'm neither of that. I don't know what the fuck I am, but I'm not that. So in a way, you get a certain sense of teflonness, because you're not bonded to, hey, I feel great, I feel really great, and I, what did I do to feel this great? And it's stabilized, this must mean I'm something. Or I, did so, I feel fucking terrible, oh, Jesus Christ. You're neither of them. You're not what is free or bonded. That's the, to me, that's the liberation. Not getting like the thing, oh, I'm having great feelings all the time. I don't have, my physicality doesn't have great feelings all the time. There's a lot of weird things going on all day. Millions and millions of experiences in a way. I mean, everything was easy when you took this just to be a body. When you see it as a verbing, it's like constantly verbing. There's no state that it's ever in for long. It's just constantly cooking, going, 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 going. Yeah. Like they said, uh, I hate to mention Jesus again. I'm into Jesus tonight, Jesus. But he said, he said, uh, he said, uh, I think it was the fox has a den and the bird has a nest, but the Son of Man has no place to rest his head. Yeah. This is pure verbing. There's no place to settle in. The, the freedom is in, is in uncertainty in a way. It's not security, it's insecurity. It's when the hand stops grasping, and then it's, there's a stopping, and then it finds its hands are actually wings. In selfing, the mind is like, a, like those things, you know those 
places you put 25 cents in and there's this little claw that goes down and you try to get the bunny. That's like the mind in selfing. It's always grasping and getting and this and that. That same mind out of selfing is like wings. Yeah? It's sort of flying in a way. You again, this is an opportunity for whatever expresses. That can express or that can express. There can be a mingling of both, yes, but the expression. But one will intimate what's prior to it all, yes. One only intimates you. The selfing intimates you all day. The other intimates nothingness. Yeah. 